Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Take Me There, a podcast about travel. Uh, I'm Andrew Ford. And I'm Alexandra Ford. We're married. Get over it. Get over <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, we are here. We're in 2020. We're still in 2020. We're still in 2020. Um, Dude, we... I, I have to apologize to the listeners in advance because I'm getting over a pretty gnarly cold. And mm-hmm. I obviously I, I have a little bit of uh, Florence Pugh voice happening, but... I mean, I wish, but also I cough a lot in the episode this week and then probably next week as well. So I'm sorry that you have to listen to my germiness, but I did my best to shield you from it. Well, it's tough. When you travel during the holidays, so many people we knew got sick. Everyone was sick. It felt like... Plus, we had the double whammy of traveling and then also being around a baby, which, as you know, they're very germy. They're germy, and this particular baby was sick, and it got everyone sick. She was really cute. Yeah, that's all fine really and good, but it was, it was also sick. So um, speaking of 2020, though, just at the top, before we get into this episode with Emma Koenig, which the, is the icon, the legend, the, the icon, moment. the legend, the, the, uh, the goddess. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Sure. That was I don't a nice know. I don't know what else chose. to say. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk a little bit. New York Times 52 places to go. Their list came out for yeah. 2020. We just wanted to highlight that a few of our places, uh, or a few of the places on this list, we already have episodes for. Huge. So if you like this list, I'm always interested in this list. It's very interesting where they Did send people. Did they already people, pick the traveler? They Did they already yeah, pick the traveler's the going. It's 2020. Oh, I don't know who the traveler. They're, they're on gone. The road. They're on the road. Well, I guess they got to go. Yeah, they got to go. Um, okay, here's what we have that's already on the list. Okay. Copenhagen, yeah. which we did with Amy Solomon. Yeah. We have... Uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. Christchurch, New Zealand, which we did with Katie Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another one we did on here. Paris uh, with z Oh, in Paris. And we did Paris with z and a little bit with Joanna Bradley. Yeah. I'm also hoping to write up a more complete Paris guide based on like our most recent trip with a bunch of wrecks in there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this week and I will keep you updated. The place when that I, I want to go most on this list. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly, if we're talking honestly. Well, look, we got three out of 52. That's We did bad. get three out of 52, but now there's a lot. A lot of these places are really interesting to me. Western Sweden, Egypt, La Paz, Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, a word I can't say, Norway, mm-hmm. um, British Columbia. British Columbia would be cool. Yeah, not cool that far to. away. Not that far. Maybe we'll do that one this year. We can check it out. Um, anyway, check out this list. I feel like they, they pick really interesting places that aren't... Um, the typical travel spots. They're off the beaten path. Yeah. So, or sometimes they're not, and sometimes they're like, Paris "Here's why it's in. different. Here's why it's special." Well, they're trying why- to make the case. You got to see if you believe them or not. Yeah. Okay. That's enough talking out of me. What were you going to talk about? Uh. Well, I did get my Costco coat. I'm very happy with the purchase. Remember, I talked about that. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's a great packable option. I'll put it in our shop page. Um, I thought you wanted to thank a listener or something. Oh, I did want to thank a listener. I'm very excited about this. So we had a listener write in with a suggestion for a very cool activity in Vegas. So I wanted to thank our listener, Nikki, because she sent us the suggestion of a show that happens if you happen to be in Vegas on a Monday night. Uh, Most of the theaters and shows in Las Vegas are dark on Monday night. So the show is called Monday's Dark. And a lot of performers from the Las Vegas uh, scene do this very cool show and you can follow I think they have a Facebook page and they definitely have a Twitter, but, um, 
last night's was uh, the music of Justin Timberlake with a bunch of very cool performers. So it seems mm. like a really fun show. And if we're ever in Vegas on a Monday, I would love to go. So thank you so much to Nikki. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good tip. Good local yeah, tip. I will put it in the notes on Dave Hill's episode about Las Vegas, just so all of our Las Vegas content is aggregated. In one place. Um, speaking of... Las Vegas, we are talking about another L.A. weekend destination on this episode, Mm -hmm. a little place called Palm Springs, California. Yes. Um, We get into it with Emma Koenig on Palm Springs, why she loves it, why she's She's been been a lot. 10 different hotels there. She gives us the rundowns of her favorite hotels, depending on what kind of trip you're trying to have. Yeah, and Emma is a fantastic writer, Mm -hmm. multiple book author performer performer actor like just a renaissance gal i Mm. would say i know her from college you guys might know her from her incredibly successful tumblr fuck i'm in my 20s or her Mm. new book moan yep um she's amazing and i'm excited for you guys to hear her talk about palm springs of which she she is an expert so yeah it's a very fun one a lot of good specific wrecks Um, We are not going to run our mouths anymore. Yeah. We are just going to get to the episode. This is Take Me There to Palm Springs with Emma Koenig. Bye. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Thank you so much for coming on the pod, Emma. Emma, thank you. My absolute pleasure. true delight. I didn't realize when I asked you until you told me that you are such an expert on the place that we're talking about. Well, I hesitate to call myself an expert, but I'm a fan. Yeah. So so we are talking today, (coughs) and this is just an episode where we're kind of just jumping into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's go for it. This is deep end, no shallow end. Far from the shallow? What? Far from the shallow now? Yes, far from the shallow now. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, We are far from the shallow now, yes. This is an episode, we are talking about Palm Springs, California. Yeah. Huge. Home of Coachella. No, that's sort India. Of. Sort of. Close by. Like yeah. you could stay in Palm Springs if you're going go to, to Coachella. Coachella. I feel like people know Palm Springs for two things. Coachella, which happens in Palm Springs. And <laughs> it's in Indio, California, but okay. And uh mid century homes. Yes. Yes. But there must be more. What if I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. End of episode. So, Emma, you've lived in California for how long now? Um, About seven years. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And how many times during your tenure here do you think you've been to Palm Springs? I think I've been about... Wait, I tried to write a list of all the hotels I've stayed at. Okay, let's see. Are we going to talk about her travel background, though? Oh, yeah. We should get into that first. But let's find out how many times she's been to Palm Springs. I think I've been... Eight or nine times. Wow. Wow. Okay. I've been stopped for lunch one time. Yeah. That's my extent. I of remember Palm we stopped at an Italian deli, deli next to a grocery store. It was in a strip mall. And I was like, maybe I'll get a salad or something. And then all the salads looked disgusting. <laughs> and so, I remember she walked, she goes, I'm not going to get anything here. Yeah. And, and then out. I sat in the car and found a Panera and I made you drive me there after you got a sandwich. Yeah. The so sandwich was, the eh, Italian it was deli. fine. Well, I'm hoping it wasn't the sandwich spot. It wasn't no. the sandwich okay, spot. Because that's the sandwich spot. See, <laughs> the sandwich is, spot is the sandwich spot. This is why we need this podcast because I tried to find a good sandwich and I was coming up. I Sandwich spot never came up in my well, search. Oh, that's Panera Bread has a pretty reliable turkey sandwich, but Andrew hates Panera. <laughs> I don't hate Panera. I just don't want to go to Panera. Panera has gotten progressively more depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone, 
I don't remember who, but somebody said every time they're there, they hear someone talking about the divorce they're going through. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Panera is a perfect place to deliver bad news. I think there's actually like an article about this. Maybe well, that's I think what it, was it was designed so that people could meet up. Yes. Like yes. it's designed so you could meet your coworkers, your yes. soon to be <laughs> ex spouse. Um, yeah, someone you need to unload something heavy onto. Yes. Um, it's like a neutral space. Yeah, heavy right. topics, light soup. Yeah, I love a pick too. <laughs> light you know. fair. Light yeah. Fair. Um, okay. Okay, but you are not from California. Where are you from? I'm from New Jersey, mm-hmm. Glen Ridge, New Jersey, which is a very small town in northern New Jersey. So, northern New Jersey, what is the vibe? Well. It's all I can say about the vibe is it's different from Southern New Jersey. Okay. Fair. Some, some people even describe them as like two separate states. Uh-huh. I remember the one time I went to your house in college, it being very idyllic. Yeah. My town is uh, very sort of frozen in time. There's a lot of Victorian houses. I don't live in a house like this. Yeah. But um, for other people, uh, there are these big Victorian houses. There are gas lamps the original gas lamps um and so and it's very small it's about two by three miles okay so really the hot spots are post office library the bank (laughs) oh my god that's kind of it yeah (laughs) okay huge anywhere with the parking lot yeah um how many people did you graduate from high school with there were 120, I think, in my yeah, grade. That was like which was one of the biggest classes. I think wow. my brother, who's four years older than me, I think his was like 88. Wow. Teeny tiny. It's teeny tiny. tiny. So you grew up in a small town, mm-hmm. capital S suburbs. Yeah. But nice, sounds like nice suburbs. They got gas lamps. They got gas lamps. <laughs> so what was your travel background like? Like what kind of trips were you taking as a fam when you were a kid? Not a ton of family trips. Uh I didn't even realize that was sort of an American thing until maybe last year. (laughs) Or not last year, but but until I was an adult and I realized some people have these customs of traveling every year or multiple times a year. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Um, There was one time we went on an official family vacation to London Okay, oh. when I was 10 years old. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That was a big deal. Um, and mostly, uh, I think, because my dad worked a lot and had really crazy hours. Um, so he was not usually available for family stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, but one time, my dad was a set dresser, uh, and he worked on this movie, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, which was shot in Nebraska. Uh-huh. And so it? I've never seen it's it. It's an iconic it's a, film. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, and so that was when I was about seven years old. So I think that was the first time I took a plane trip. Oh, wow. We you went, went to go visit I him? I went to Nebraska for a week. And oh then we kind of had a vacation in Nebraska. So that was really fun Do you meet me. Patrick Swayze? Well, <laughs> I did keep a journal... At, at like an illustrated journal at that time. And I did go to the rap party as a seven-year-old, uh, which I was very excited. You could get, uh, you know, bread with butter, <laughs> forbidden things in my house. Um, uh, but I did write something about John Leguizamo. Oh, cool. Being, meeting him or did being Did you draw insane. a picture of him? I, yeah, probably. <laughs> That's um, amazing. <laughs> but probably I didn't even fully 
know who that was, right. but sure. maybe my mom said, oh, that's John Leguizamo. He's yeah. a, he's an actor. That's so cool. That's so funny. I so Nebraska. It. So a trip so, to Nebraska. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. And then I feel like um, I went on a couple, usually with other families, Okay. Um, somewhere close to New Jersey, either down the shore, maybe to a friend's beach uh-huh. house or Cape Cod. Yeah. Um, at one one time I went to Vermont. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, everything pretty close. Very local. Very like you're not driving multiple days to get anywhere. No. Yes. No. And that's like you. Yeah, yeah, that's like me. That was mine. Like drive up to Maine, drive to Cape Cod. Very easy trips. Yeah. yeah. And also there was sort of a running joke in my family that my parents had taken us to Disney World, <laughs> even though <laughs> even though I never went. So we had the we had some silverware with Mickey and Minnie faces on it. And my dad will always be like, yeah, we got that. Uh, when we went to Disney World, you don't remember that? <laughs> You're, you must have been so, so young. You can't remember. <laughs> it's so funny to gaslight you into thinking that, that you went. That is so cruel to children to be like. You're going to steal it, I'm sure. That's such a funny idea, though, to just be like, oh, yeah, you had a great time. You don't remember that? But I'll, But I think Maybe my dad had been scarred when I was really little. They took us to Sesame Street Place. Oh, it's a theme park, right? Yeah, I think that must be somewhere in the metropolitan area. Sure. And my parents were like, absolutely not. We are never doing this again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was the, and I genuinely don't remember that. Okay. So <laughs> don't remember anything. I think Sesame Street is in Jersey. I don't know. I have no I idea. Know. I mean, I'm from tri-state area, but I don't. I've never heard of it. I mean, What's I've the heard other of one it, but I, that's in Pennsylvania, Hershey Park. Hershey Park, yeah. People I feel like over there. Maybe I, Hershey Park was kind of far, though. I don't know. I also, might have gone there on a field trip or something. Okay. I can't remember. So Hershey Park, a dry town. Yeah, I knew that. That feels weird. An amusement park, no alcohol at all. There used to be until very recently no alcohol at Disneyland. Really? Yeah. The huh. only place you can drink. In Disneyland is, I think, at Ogus Cantina in the new Star Wars. Or the three one three. Is it what is that? Oh, Club Thirty Three. <laughs> Club yeah. Thirty Three. See, I know so little. I've uh, I, I've only uh, been to Disneyland once when I first moved to LA. Great. And I I did have the sense. Oh, I think you needed to have gone as a child to have an emotional response to this. I would agree with that. I think you would have to have gone and really enjoyed it as a kid. Because I went, but I. I remember I loved the water parks. I Mickey went Mouse ham. beat you up. He beat the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> and honestly, I was there to see Goofy and he watched and it was so fucked up. <laughs> oh my God. Let's so, get into it. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. But I agree with you. I don't, I think if you don't have like a, an emotional connection that it's very hard to be like, yeah, I want to, that's how I want to spend my vacation money mm-hmm. now. I guess in LA, living in LA, it's easy. You could just drive there. That's fine. Totally. But Disney World's like, Thousands of dollars Thousands, to go it's so there. Expensive. I guess I also tend to be a curmudgeon in or alien. Either word applies. In, yeah. <laughs> in things that a lot of people like. Sure. Sure. Um, not to be like, God, I'm so punk rock. Like, <laughs> I, like I, hate, I hate what normies like. <laughs> but, you know, I just think things like theme parks or holidays or beach culture i don't fully understand mm-hmm. right. which i i but i see how it brings a lot of people joy right. you're not anti-joy you're not oh, the I'm not, oh i'm pro-joy all the way yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just joy 2020 but i yeah. think <laughs> andrew doesn't like the beach either i hate the beach 
And what's your reason? Because <laughs> okay, I'll give you mine. It's multi. It's uh, multi yeah, yeah. It's a list. It's much like that Mickey fork. It's got four <laughs> points on it. So God. it's uh, it's too hot. I burn way too easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bathroom situation stresses me out. And <laughs> even I though get, you can just go in the ocean, <laughs> even that. And also, I don't love going in the ocean, getting all salty or whatever, and having to reapply sunscreen, and then also, like, all the gear and stuff you have to bring to, like, Mm -hmm. make it work. Yeah, I mean, I think for you, it's just juice not worth the squeeze. Yeah, a beach house, somebody has a beach house, I can, like, be inside most of the day and go out to the beach for, like, 20 minutes, 25 minutes a day, perfect. Mm -hmm. Sure, but you're not the kind of person, like... Someone's like, let's go to the beach for the day, I'd be like... Yeah. No, thank you. I remember when I went to visit my (laughs) friends in college who had a place on Long Beach Island. It was like, we left for the beach at 10. We came back and had lunch at 1. And then we went to the beach until the sun went down. I would rather be crated like a dog (laughs) than do that. If I had a book and a bowl of water in a big dog crate, for a big dog, I would rather do that. Then go to at the beach. the beach or back at the no, house? No, at the beach. I might as well be out of the cage if I'm at the beach. Okay. I would definitely get Why dehydration. Why do you hate the okay. beach, Well, Emma. similar. I think it all does come back to having the skin of like a Victorian child <laughs> who died very young. Um, just being so pale. Right. You're always worried. And it also, I don't know, this was instilled in me from a very young age. Like if you get a couple really bad sunburns then you're going to get cancer, which probably is true. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I but I guess I don't know all the facts on that. So sure. I've maybe gotten two really bad sunburns in my life. And in my mind, it's like the third one's going to be the one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it is just a production and you're always worried. I'm yeah. al- I you're agree always with worried you're going to get hurt. Yeah. You, I feel like, at least initially, mm-hmm. thought I was joking on the amount of sunscreen I need to put on my body. No, it's a lot. It's like, it's just like, like I bringing one like container of sunscreen might not be enough. Mm-hmm. It's just all of my body, <laughs> like multiple times in one day. Right. Yeah. It feels like it feels like that's what I'm doing that day is putting on sunscreen. Uh, yeah, it kind of is. I mean, you kind of have to aggressively just keep doing it yeah so, unless we bring some are you guys okay if there's like a shade element or even then it's much not worth one. it well <laughs> like a tent like okay we have if we had like a big tent like one of those things meant for the beach you know like a shade okay, like you thing. know the thing that my mom bought off the internet yeah oh yeah did that you thing. like that one i did like that thing my mom bought this crazy tent off the internet and it's basically we should like, put that up on the website we really should i forget the name of it but i'll find it and i'll put it in the shop section of our website but it's a tent that uses a leverage basically like there's no you don't have to dig it into the ground no in you way. just fill up sandbags like ah. huge sandbags it's extremely portable yeah and, and, we love, and we love, and we love a portable. We love a portable. There's thing. no poles. There's no this. There's no that. It's not true. There's two poles. There's but two poles. Oh, at the back. At the front. Whatever. You What's a up. pole anyway? I was just filling up the little bags of sand. Yeah, it it is cool, and it's very like the wind can't knock it down. Yeah, which so is nice. So that's very nice. But again, I don't really want to do. I I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but I I don't want to even do that. Really, I think okay. also people. I feel like it tends to be people who grew up going to the beach a lot. Mm -hmm. Once again, it's a nostalgia thing. And then there's also this sort of 
in touch with nature, soothed by the salt water and the sand, and I just don't feel that. Yeah. Um, not that I've never enjoyed going, but right. just it's not going to be on my top ten. I guess I feel sort of like beach neutral. Like I like to be on the water, and I like being at the beach. I don't love the beach in California as much as I love it other places. You know what? Something just occurred to me. Yeah. Part of the thing with the beach <laughs> is I don't like being in situations where you can't leave. Yep. Yes. And Agreed. if you go to the beach, it's a full day commitment. And yes. you are going to be carpooling with people and everybody wants to hang out for hours and people are always going to want to stay longer than me because I'm so nervous about getting burned. Right. Um, and they're nervous about getting their tan on. You know, Coming from different mindsets. Yes. Right. So then you have to be a stick in the mud and be like, oh, um, actually, I, I do kind of think Which is we just like head- another layer of anxiety. Right. Yeah. That you don't need. Yeah. We could All start right. some sort of club for people who want to be on the beach for exactly one hour. <laughs> yes. Which, I would do that. Which is the time that like your sunscreen lasts or whatever. Oh my God. So you guys are leaving at like eight o'clock. Here's and what it's called it's called the 10. One Coat Club. Yeah. It's one coat of sunscreen. <laughs> Nice. Don't Honestly, need to reapply. Right. This is something. And this is also for people who have to wear sunscreen so much, uh-huh. such yeah. as ourselves. Now you have to be worried, are you wearing the right kind of sunscreen? Yeah. Have I Physical read multiple mineral. sunscreen study reviews of yes. products? Of course I have. Do you have yeah. a rack? I like the, I don't know if you've used the Neutrogena. The Helioplex one? Well, that's the one I use for my daily sunscreen. Mm. But I also, all the Neutrogena ones are like a lot less greasy. Yeah, I so like I, I use a those. daily Neutrogena sunscreen moisturizer. Yes. Okay? But I do think it has chemicals in it that now they're saying are actually really bad. Oh no, cool. for the they're saying the critters there's, in the there's ocean. physical sunscreen and, and chemical yeah, sunscreen. Yeah. And so apparently physical sunscreen is the way you should go, but usually that's like ends up being really chalky because it's like zinc or whatever. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a whole other but we'll we'll get into that oh my some God. other yes. Yeah. This but good to know because you do need to pack sunscreen for Palm Springs. Okay. If yes. you're going. Yes. If you're going. Um, um we let's talk about so you moved to you moved from New you you went to college in New York. Yeah, Correct. that's where me and Emma met. Yes. We did a student written musical together called The Reality Show. For students, by students. Yes. Wow. It was uh, Can outsiders buy tickets to this? No, I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think so. No, it's not. It's not like a ticketed event. It's like a mandatory event for students because uh, it's a long show to basically like uh, subliminally message them to learn the phone number for the wellness center in case they get depressed. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's great. Um, so you met there, NYU, yeah. New York City. Honestly, I don't think it ever sleeps. And. <laughs> Yeah, we did a lot of uh, fitness classes at Crunch. Yes, actually, I remember because Alex and I lived together this summer. We were working on this show, and we signed up for Crunch Gym together. And I remember sitting at the desk. uh, She's getting signed up with someone else, and they're really trying to push you to get a personal trainer. Sure. And so... I was like, no, it's okay. I, I I can't afford a personal trainer. It's it's all right. And then they were like, are you sure? And I, they were like, who's going to hold you accountable? And I was like, I'm signing up with my friends. So like, <laughs> my roommate, we're going to go here together. So we'll keep each other accountable. And they're like, what if she lets you down? <laughs> I was like, Whoa. like, then I'm forced to look at you laughing, smiling, <laughs> talking to your person, wondering how you're going to betray me. <laughs> 
funny. That's so funny. Oh my god! Wow, R. they're R. really R. trying to screw up your interpersonal relationships yeah. to get you to spend money and be insecure about your body. All, wow. all this stuff. Wow, fuck grudge for that. <laughs> uh, uh, not a big crunch fan. This no. is a, we're in a we're a blink household. We are a blink household at this point. I'm a class pass household. Uh, there you go. Oh hell yeah! But we've, I, we've dabbled. As yeah, you know. I actually used. Speaking of travel, um, that's what the podcast is. They. Uh, <laughs> I use ClassPass when I travel. I find it because then I don't have like a gym membership where I could go anywhere. Right, right. So like just signing up and canceling and signing up and canceling ClassPass to uh, get whatever their month uh, thing is. They are more strict now, though, because you have to use a different email address every time. I can make an email in five seconds. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm just letting the people know, not you, fucking captain email making over here. Um, So New York, you met in New York. Yes, Yes. we met in New York. So... Uh, and we're talking about an LA specific weekend trip. Were there weekend trips in New York you liked? Hmm. I was a big Catskills person myself, but I don't. I don't know if that's everyone's vibe. I did go to the Catskills once after I had lived in LA, and I was back in New York for a job. And one of my coworkers had a buddy whose parents had a place in the Catskills, and that was cool. really fun. Um. Yeah, maybe I went to the Adirondacks once, mm-hmm. but I felt like to me, I don't know if this is you guys can relate to this. Living in LA seems it's so much simpler to take little trips. Yes. Yeah. Than living in New York City. Yeah. It felt like you had to plan little trips in New York, especially the issue of does anyone have a car? Right. Yeah. Was like a hindrance that basically prevented you from doing trips that weren't like on a train. Right. Line. And I didn't really know how to drive until I moved to LA. Uh-huh. Right. I, oh, I or that. I had my license, but I hadn't driven in six years. So I completely forgot everything. I didn't even remember how to turn on a car. Like, I was like, <laughs> I think you stick the key in this little slot, but I was like, I'm not sure. So that was a barrier too. It wasn't like I could rent a car and drive somewhere right. for the weekend. But, right. but I would sometimes do creepy solo trips, just like go to Boston for two days by myself or something. Really? <laughs> yes. Have you done a lot of solo travel? Um, in not too far away. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But just something for you, but with the intent of being like, I want to take a solo trip. I want to be alone and see what my, like, I don't know, personality or like travel personality is as a solo person. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be a totally different experience to actually go somewhere unfamiliar to me. I mean- It's weird enough to go to a different city you don't really know super well and you're trying to figure out where to go and where to eat and all that stuff. But if you dropped me in Thailand by myself, I might be a little freaked out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I don't know. It depends how much prep time you give me. Are you sure. kidnapping me <laughs> and throwing you over there? Uh, I think we have a new okay, uh, TV show on our hands. But, oh. but yeah, I do like being alone in general. Sure. So. Yeah. That was what I was going to say because it seems like if you like to be alone, would you prefer like a long weekend over say like a two-week trip somewhere? Hmm. Or hard to say? Hard to say. It You're depends. In regards to solo? Or generally for travel. I think... Like what I was saying about L.A. being so close to so many little getaways. Yeah. That does make it nice to leave town for even a single night and feel like you got a little vacation in. Yeah. Um, I love uh, going places for long amounts of times, but I guess I haven't really had that experience besides when I uh, studied abroad. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was in Am- you Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. 
So I was there for a couple months. And then that was really cool to be like, oh, I live in this city. And yeah. um, Amsterdam's cool as yeah. hell. Yeah. I love that cool city. Program. I honestly think that's you, like a top You need city. to know that Emma's like extremely cool for getting into that program. Yeah. Competitive? Uh, oh. Extremely. Oh, it's competitive. <laughs> extremely. <laughs> Didn't get in the first time. <laughs> Didn't get in ever. <laughs> but you applied. Yeah. Everybody applies because it's so cute. Well, it was also one of those things where there is a vibe of kind of like when you convert to Judaism and you get turned down the first time. They're like, no, 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 go away. And you have yeah. to come back and be like, no, I really want to. That's yeah. what it's like that. auditioning for Amsterdam is like. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Judaism turns you away the first time? They're supposed to turn you away three times. Three? They got to make and sure you're sure. And sometimes Amsterdam does that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember flying there and back three times and then third time they were like, okay, you can come in. Yeah. But also, well, I think a, a theme through a lot of my uh, traveling experiences is I'm very transportationally challenged in that, like I said, I wasn't a great or wasn't a driver, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also never quite learned how to ride a bike, and so which was a real struggle in oh, Amsterdam. Um, and everybody told me, oh, it's so easy, you'll pick it up right away. But once again, these are people who learned as children before the ground is very far away from <laughs> you, <laughs> before you develop a natural fear that you're going to hurt yourself, all these things. So I tried to learn, I think, the week before I went to Amsterdam because oh people God. had so underplayed the how hard it would be and it was extremely difficult took me an hour to be able to get up on the bike without falling off Uh and didn't really learn how to break exactly and then but I was like oh okay now I finally got up I think I get the hang of it and then I went to Amsterdam bought a bike and it was impossible that is the worst city to learn how to ride a bike having only been there once it's like the ability to ride a bike is one thing, but the ability to ride in like a tight pack of people who are like in a bike lane is so much harder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also sort of like a cartoon. It's like there's all these, um, you know, what are they called? Canals yeah, and, and the bridges, the curved bridges over the canals uh-huh. and the cobblestone streets. And then there's nobody wears a helmet. Um, and my parents were like, you have to wear a helmet because you don't know how. So I was literally the only person in the country wearing a helmet. Um, and then people are just, you know, rolling cigarettes, like like holding their baby uh, in the skirts and heels, just like riding their bikes through the city. It's no thing. They all are such amazing bike riders. And so for me, it was so intimidating uh, that I would practice at night. Oh my god. Because I was in school, so I would I would ride to the school building at night uh when there weren't as many people on the street and then in the morning would try to psych myself up, but I don't think I ever was able to do it during the day because I was too scared. Oh, it's oh man. so intense. Oh my god. I, I mean I get it. That's like a totally different mentality yeah. of riding bikes. Of just like I remember I don't know if we rode bikes in Amsterdam. Yeah, we did, because we rode over to that island where there's that cheese Oh, town. yes. We rented bikes one day and rode over. But that was like kind of on a big open bike path. Within mm. the city, we just walked because it was so small. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, what's cool about the bikes there is a lot of them have seats for other people to hang on, like a motorcycle, like oh, yeah. grab you around uh-huh. the waist. So sometimes I would ride on other people's bikes, which is fun. That's good. But I do have a dream of conquering that and being able to go back to Amsterdam, like knowing. Oh yeah. <laughs> knowing how. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. So NYU. Yeah. Amsterdam. New York, Amsterdam. So you moved to LA. Mm-hmm. 
When, <laughs> or maybe you went to Palm Springs before you moved to LA, but no, no. So you that. just what what brought you to Palm Springs? Like what appealed to you about Palm Springs the first time you you went there? I think the first time I went with my uh, ex boyfriend, so he introduced it to me, and I thought it was fun, and it's so easy to get to because it's about a two hour car ride from LA, uh-huh. and basically. You just are on the 10 East the whole time. Oh. So it's not like you have to constantly be looking at the map. Like, no. where am I going next? It's just like you get onto the 10 and you stay on it for like 90 miles. Oh, wow. Um, I guess it depends where in LA you're coming from. Sure. But uh, I mean, it sometimes could take longer to get to Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't, it really doesn't feel that far away. And so that appealed to me that it was super close, yet far enough to feel like a distinctive energy mm-hmm. from LA. Yeah. It does not feel like LA even having only yeah. been there for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was very, that lunch yeah. was, it was not an not LA, LA lunch. Not an LA lunch. And yeah. And, and also it's sort of a town designed for tourists. I mean, yeah. definitely people live there, uh, like any touristy town, but, yeah. um, there's so many hotels. So, oh, I don't think I realized that. I don't know the exact figure, but I would guess there's at least 30 hotels there. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe more. It really feels like, and it's one of those like historic uh, weekend ex- destinations where it was like, that's where like Frank Sinatra would right. go. Right. There's and, this like, whole there's, like, Hollywood history to it. There's a long, yeah. long LA tradition of going to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's something sort of glamorous about the Palm yeah. Springs energy, but it's also like whether you're going down the shore to somebody's lake house or whatever, that kind of culture where you go into the souvenir shops and it's like, I love the lake. Like, just like, <laughs> yeah. like whatever lake life, like that kind of thing. But desert life. That's uh-huh. so funny. And like, I, I just love that there's an energy of like, you know, we're just going to celebrate this place and we love it here. I, I don't know. It gets to me. That, yeah. Celebrating a very inhospitable place is very, it's very like human. It's very like we can conquer this place and now we all live here. It's like it gets so hot there and it's so dry and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's that so unique. energy is reminding me. We were just back in Connecticut for the holidays and Andrew's parents took us to this uh, I guess one might call it a concept store. It's like a souvenir store, yeah, but like just for coastal Connecticut. Yeah, and it was very funny. It was really funny. Like how specific it was where I was just like, oh, like, Alex, you're not going to get like any of the things on these signs. Yeah, it was like I, lovingly distressed signs with like little seashells that were like. It was like the yes, zip code absolutely. from my town. That's, that's the shit I love. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I'm totally unfamiliar with the town. I'm like, yes, yes. give me all this shit. You hang up like, in someone's bathroom. Yes, you need like a long sleeve spirit tea yes. that has like the text on the shoulders. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, there you go. Um. So you, so what kept you coming back? Like, what do you love about Palm Springs? Wow. Well, I love that it feels so cozy um, and, and you don't have to do much to have a good time. It depends what your vibe is. Right. What I tend to do, especially uh, my past few trips that I've gone on have been with Anthony, my boyfriend, um, 
we have a whole system of of Layers. going, and yes. every time we go into the sandwich spot, honestly, okay. tell us this system. Okay, so the the first thing you need to know about the sandwich spot, okay, <laughs> it's one of those places that has like twenty different sandwiches. They all have wacky names and a hundred ingredients. Okay, um, and really exciting stuff. Is it like Italian themed or not at all? Um, I Is don't it like Sunny and Annie's. I don't know if it's Italian, and I don't know what you just said. Oh, um, Sunny and Annie's is the deli that's like on the corner of like a B, and it's like on Tompkins Square Park, and they used to have like a crazy sandwich menu. Oh, you know, hmm. it's okay. You don't have to remember this. I yeah, I don't know if I maybe I went there one time because I used to live near there. But anyway, yeah. uh, I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't think it's Italian leaning. I think it's sandwich leaning. Yeah. Right, <laughs> um, just sandwich culture. And the thing, the best thing about it you can also build your own they're not strict like of that course, of course yeah um but uh is this thing called dutch crunch bread say more say more so i i have probably every time i've gone there googled what is dutch crunch bread because <laughs> i always forget there's some specific process in how it's made that gives it this i'm gonna google yeah give it a like google because it's the top of the bread kind of has these crunchy little uh like streusel like on a coffee cake that kind of vibe um no i it kind of like toast like extra toasty crunchy bits so it kind of looks like we're looking at um, google images now uh like it's like a roll that has like it cracks yeah the top of the roll cracks and so then those Edges of the cracks get kind of crunchy and That's crackly. That's very interesting. Some people call it tiger bread or giraffe bread. Huh. And yeah. So that's a big feature of the sandwich shop because you don't see that around LA. You don't see it everywhere. I've never I think heard of it. They might have it at Ike's in LA. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you got to get the Dutch crunch bread. Also, okay. just the sandwich spot is one of those wacky places where the decor makes no sense, but also right. like there might be like a painting of a dog in a top hat, but then also there's like the local girls' soccer team photo that's sponsored by the sandwich spot. It's a very sweet sort of vibe. Yeah. Good way to start off your adventure. What is your like, order there? Yes. Oh, damn. I, I usually... I usually try to get something different every time, okay. so I can't think of... But they all have names that are like embarrassing to order. <laughs> Good. Okay, great. <laughs> not not really, but just... It Are makes, they really long, maybe? Well, it just makes me think of, like, there was a soda pop shop in the town next to me when I was growing up. Okay. And the kind of ice cream sundae thing I like to get was called Cookie Monster Meets the Doughboy. Oh, so just, like, just having to say that out loud without irony, it was a struggle. And yes. so I feel like it's one of those kind of places. Not quite that bad, but... Yeah, okay. You know, you have to check your pride right. at the door. you do. That's so um, funny. <laughs> do you get, like, a side of chips with it? Oh, yeah, get a side of chips. Okay. Um, there's going to be some TV going with some wacky channel. You just, right. you're like... How big it's Toto, like? we're not in LA anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it was really small, and then they moved to a different place with okay. more seating. Okay. And actually, last time we went, Anthony and I were so sad because we walk up to the sandwich spot, and it's gone. <gasps> and, then they, and then there was a sign that was like, just follow the arrows. And like I think with uh, chalk on the sidewalk, it just led us around the corner so to the janky, new sandwich spot. I love it. How many sandwiches would you like me to list off this menu? Why don't you read four? Four? Four. One. But it's a dry heat. 
<laughs> Great. The Dream Killer. Yikes. The Thigh Master. LOL. That's in a bit of an LOL. It's kind of got a lot of like unhealthy stuff on it. <laughs> the Dilf. What's on the Dilf? Warm salami boo. Ew. <laughs> bomb sauce. Pepper oh, jack cheese. Oh, yeah. Bomb sauce is like their special sauce. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then a bunch of tennis related ones. Interesting. Is there a lot of tennis themology? Themology? Um, is that a word? No. The themology <laughs> in Palm Springs, <laughs> there probably is tennis, but maybe I just, you know, yeah. okay. flew under the radar. But yeah, so go there. Then you check into your hotel. And so I want to talk to you about the hotel. Yes, yes please. please. Okay, so I made a little list on my phone because I wasn't able to remember them all. And okay, as okay. you were saying earlier, you've been to a bunch of different been, hotels. Yes, a bunch okay. of Okay, so I've been to the Ace, Sparrow's Lodge. The Ingleside Inn, the Colony Palms, the Saguaro, the Palm Springs Rendezvous, and the Parker. Wow. That is a lot. Can you give us a top three? Okay. So if you're trying to have a luxurious Palm Springs experience, it's the Parker all the way. Underline that it is definitive. (laughs) And it's sort of like, I always imagine it's kind of like a rich friend that you kind of know was like come over to my family's uh <laughs> estate <laughs> estate for a couple nights and then someone gets mysteriously murdered on site and you're uh-huh. just like wandering the grounds like how do I get out of here it's kind of that <laughs> okay great I love that it's just there's there's so many places to wander to mm. um there's like on the ground on the grounds okay. yeah it's it feels like a great place a lot of people get married there Makes gotcha sense. Okay. nice pool I assume yeah nice pool and there's also an indoor pool, mm. which... Uh, for when it's too hot. For when it's too hot. Because also, I would recommend going to Palm Springs. If you're coming from LA, go in the summer when it's like over 100 degrees because that's the off season. Yeah. And so the rates are cheaper. And I think that places that are really hot or really cold are forced to deal with those temperatures in a way that LA isn't. So like LA never gets that hot. Right. So every where here has shitty air conditioning, but like in Palm Springs, they're like, no, 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 we know how hot it gets. We're going to have air conditioning. We're going to have that little mist outside the restaurants on mm. the sidewalk. You know, they're taking care of you. So you're, you're never too hot. <laughs> you're in right. good hands in Palm Springs. You're okay. in good hands. Um, and, uh, they also have at the Parker, this, a little fire pit, Ooh, um, which you can order a marshmallow s'mores set, but I, my hot tip is to bring your own, oh, okay. your own stuff to make s'mores. Uh-huh. Although it's not as though you can reserve that little pit area. area. So one time Anthony and I did go over there excited to make s'mores and then we saw a huge group of people and we just kept walking. So, you know, oh, sometimes no. your okay. dreams will be dashed. Got it. But, um, That's a good travel tip. You have to be able to pivot. Yes. And I, I don't remember, like, maybe we made them over a candle in our room or something. Great. You got to do something. Get but, creative. Um, and they have great restaurants there. They have mm-hmm. Norma's, which is, like, great brunch spot. And uh, Mr. Parker's, which is honestly too expensive. But I've been there once. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, really dark and there's mirrors everywhere. It's because the whole place is designed by Jonathan Adler, all the oh, decor. Nope. He is married to the guy who's the judge on making it, Simon Doonan. He's like a very uh, um, dynamic, I would say, designer who got popular in New What's York. What's his style, though? 
Uh, it's very influenced, I would say, by 60s design. Okay. You've definitely Which seen I think is stuff. definitely the Palm Springs vibe yes. in general. It does feel yeah. like, even driving through it, it is very 60s, mid-century. Yes. yes. So plenty of that. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. And, oh, yes, of course. Oh, my God. And uh, also, they always have deals. Like, you should sign up for their mailing list and mm. find out when Good they're going to do reduced rates. And often they have this deal that if you book a room, so this is like on the pricier side, but if you book a room that's 250 bucks, then you can get 250 bucks in spa credit. So you could get a massage or whatever, you know, um, yeah. And so definitely easier to go to a a place like that if you're going with a pal or a lover. Yes. Um, but, uh, one time through some, amazing miracle my friend found this deal where it was 90 bucks for a room and so me and two girlfriends went and split a room and we each paid like 30 bucks that's amazing yeah but that that place is just the ultimate for me i love it that Um, place is like keep like you said set up some notifications keep an eye on it yeah when it's cheap go for it go for it okay the ace i feel like is kind of like scene one ace scene them all yeah. yeah like there's there is something fun and cool about the ace they also have a cool diner at the palm springs oh, ace yes um but also it can be really intense like you can go to the pool and there's like a hundred people there and That's a lot. it's not it's a scene it's a scene sure. and maybe if you want to be seen go to the ace yeah um if then, you're if you're going for the gram you could go there hmm. yeah well also for the gram I don't. I didn't love this place, but the Saguaro. Oh yes. Uh, What's the deal with that one? It's very beautiful. It's it's got. I think it was it used to be maybe a Holiday Inn mm-hmm. that they revamped and has all these crazy colors. Yeah, like so, the whole hotel's like rainbow. So oh. yeah, so you could like stay in an orange room and with wacky I'll show blankets. You a and <laughs> okay, but you, but you stayed. You did you stay there? I did stay there, but it wasn't. Um, not worth it. Yeah, not worth it to me. Okay. Um, this is what I like. I like hearing what's not it worth looks it like to I'm um, looking at a picture now. It's just like they described it. It's like a <laughs> rainbow. It looks fine. <laughs> but also, um, I, I will say, I think they had a cool sort of a Mexican restaurant in that. Okay. Hotel. Okay. So maybe stop by for a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Or a taco. Okay. Um, okay. Now I have to tell you about this wacky place that Anthony and I went to, which I really want to go back to. It's called the Palm Springs Rendezvous. I was going to say that's a very fun name for a hotel. <laughs> so it's basically a 1950s themed bed and breakfast. Okay. And okay. there's only 10 rooms. So if you want to go somewhere small away from the crowds at the Ace, nice. um, away from the foam parties or whatever, you know, <laughs> um, you go there and they're, all the rooms are themed. Mm. So I can't remember what they all are, but we stayed in the crooner's room. So you got photos of Frank Sinatra. And Cute. Stuff. Love it. And there's an innkeeper and he he's very attentive. Um, and so like when we got in, we immediately got into the pool, which like nobody else was in. So we were basically in the pool alone. They're blasting 1950s music. You just feel like you're in another world. And then the innkeeper hurries over and he's like, do you want our complimentary afternoon snack? And we're like, sure. Which was margaritas and hot wings. That's awesome. And it was so fun. Then you sign up for a breakfast shift if you're going to be first or second in the morning. And Uh, then you sit with like four other couples and a chef prepares you all the same breakfast. 
Oh my like you're sitting at one table? We, I think we were all just sitting in this weird sort of common room that felt like out of a college uh-huh. at our little tables. And then it was like, round one is like a fruit smoothie. Like, and everybody gets a fruit smoothie. You know, I didn't love all of it, but uh, it was just very fun. Yeah, yeah it feels like a real experience. Yeah. And, and I was like, I would definitely love to come back here and have every room be with friends. Oh, that is cool. a great idea. Only 10 rooms, like very possible. And yeah, and yeah it was just like so fun. Um, but I think also a good recommendation for a romantic, that was more like silly romantic, uh-huh. but actually a nice place is uh, Sparrow's Lodge. Okay, tell me more about this because I feel like I've seen it all over the gram. Yes, it's a big, I mean, people love to gram. They do. Everything. Wait, I'm just oh realizing this. <laughs> um, Sparrow's Lodge, I, there's no TV is in the room. Okay. Maybe there there probably is internet, but I think it's sort of encouraged to be... Unplugged. Unplugged. Um, I was going to say, I'll download movies to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And it's just very cozy and relaxing. Um, there's a shower that is one of those... Where it kind of just there's a shower head and uh, a drain in the floor. Okay, it does splash everywhere. It makes oh. a mess, but it's still yeah. fun. Every time I've <laughs> dealt with one why. of those showers, it's made a big mess. I don't know why people keep putting them in hotel rooms. Like I guess they photograph really beautifully. But then I'm spending like I'm like, can I have extra towels because I need to create a barrier for the water on yeah. the ground? Yeah. Right. Um, it seems insane. It seems like they're passing work off onto me. It's like, just mm. put in a normal shower in a normal tub. I remember one time when I was, uh, this was before I moved out to LA, <coughs> but I came out here to shoot a branded content video for Kettle One Vodka. And I came with uh, my crew that was filming it, which is my friends, my sketch group. And uh, they put us up at, maybe it was Ace. Maybe it was the Standard. But Here? it was basically like in LA. Okay. But uh, the shower is like a sheer glass pane of glass. Oh yeah. And we didn't know how to like make it like opaque. Opaque. Yeah. And so we were all staying in this room and we all had to shower and we were just like, all right, like three of us are gonna have to wait in the lobby like while one person showers and then like we'll take turns. And that's I what do we think did. maybe um, some hotel interior designers are thinking, how can we increase intimacy yeah. of our occupants? Yeah. There they go. And sometimes that means going to the bathroom in front of your <laughs> loved ones. Um, yep. Sometimes. But uh yeah, I mean, so yeah, there I think there was also a bathtub, which is I, I feel like sometimes assuming uh, hotels actually clean, which I think you do have to just have a suspension of disbelief sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, are they deep scrubbing that bathtub? But I never take a bath in my own home because it's too much work. Right. To clean it. Um, so I always love to take a bath okay. at a hotel. So mm-hmm. that that was there. Do you BYB bring your own bubbles? Um, oh, to the bath. I thought that was like champagne talk. Oh, no. <laughs> no, she's talking about bubbles. No, but I guess you, I suppose you could. They probably yeah. did have some sort of special Package. scrub or yeah. thing like that. I will say the breakfast at the Sparrow's Lodge, not great. Oh, mm, interesting. It was hard to start your vacation. Well, I mean, that note. it was complimentary. So, okay. you know, beggars can't. But, right. <laughs> but. <laughs> It was, it was, you know, you wake up, you're all excited. And then it was like some (laughs) 
get like a bucket of yogurt. No. It's like yogurt and like hard boiled Oh no, this is a real days oh in. God. This is a days in comp breakfast. Yogurt No, I mean, I like, I, I, can't, I remember thinking, like, did we miss something? But like, it was like not, um, it's not great. It would be funny oh if it was God. just yogurt and just eggs and all the, the only utensil they gave you was a fork. Oh my God. I mean, it's like okay. even like a continental wow. breakfast at like your typical whatever, La like, Quinta yeah. Inn or whatever is. <laughs> Is gonna be better than what That's was so there. Funny. Wow. Oh That's surprising God. for like a cool romantic. Yeah, hotel. it was, and it's like also little pool, not too many rooms. Okay, um, but you didn't feel like it was like a scene like the Ace. No, no. Okay. Um, yeah, and then also I stayed by myself at the Colony Palms, which I liked. Okay, which I think that's another like fun getaway thing about Palm Springs is it's a good as a writer, like writer's retreat for yourself. Uh huh. So I just went to this room alone, just felt like I was in a different place in my apartment. There was a little, uh, outdoor area with a table and chair that I could do work and be outside. And it was just so quiet. And mm. that's really nice. And then just, and that was at the colony call. Yeah. So okay. it feels like there's a lot of different feels. Oh yeah. Hotel wise, uh, in Palm Springs, which I guess maybe that exists in other cities, but it feels pretty uniform to me most of the times we've stayed in hotels where it feels like it's more boutique and interesting in Palm Springs. Yes, there's definitely, you got the kitschy ones, you got the party ones, you got the luxurious ones. Um, yeah, I think it, there's something for everybody right. in Palm Springs. Which do you like the most, or like, I guess it depends what you're there for. Right, well, she said but, she loved the Parker, but she Yeah, that's, that's when, you, if, if you're you on a budget... Though, then I wouldn't go to the Parker. If you're like, on a budget, I don't go what's, your, what's your number what's one your on that pick? list? Ooh, damn. I just want to give our listeners a budget pick, yeah, you know? We're yeah, give I them mean, all the options. You know what? Well, probably the cheapest of all that I listed is probably the Saguaro. But, but I'm always... Here's another hot tip. Yes. Because I'm a Palm Springs stan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just always looking up hotels for it all the time. Okay. Always on Hotel Tonight. Even if I am not planning a trip at all, just casually the way you might scroll through Instagram, I'm just like, let me just see. Mm -hmm. So the prices are always dropping, especially in the summer. And so I think that you can find a lot that are around a hundred a night. Okay. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. Yeah. A weekend getaway. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Activity wise, obviously sometimes you're going for a writer's retreat. So that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Have you done anything like the gondola or like these like tent poles? I haven't. Well, I think the main hang in Palm Springs, if you're like going to stay, you could really just have a fun time just hanging out by the pool, right? eating your margaritas and (laughs) hot Hot wings. Um, But in terms of, I, I like to also just window shop the, the main drags. Mm -hmm. Um, which is like Palm Drive or Palm Canyon Drive and stuff. And there's all these wacky little shops and restaurants and bars and stuff. Feels like it would be a big vintage town. Yeah, there's sure. some but vintage. Not a cheap vintage town. Right, right. I mean, I did one time get really excited about this thrift store there. And then I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- I guess the main attraction sort of thing that I've been to. It's not in Palm Springs, but you could go uh, if you're going to Palm Springs is the Integratron. 
Oh, say more about this. What because... is that cool named thing? <laughs> Um, take it away. Emma. Well, so once again, not not an expert, but a fan. So yep. so it's this domed building, yep. which apparently was built because of designs that an alien told the um, architect to build. Yeah, that's how all um, buildings get built. And it's a perfectly acoustic building. It, it's one of those things where if you're standing far away, but someone's standing in the center and they whisper, you can hear it really loudly from across the room, mm, that sort of thing. That's cool. And uh, it's, so it's kind of near Palm Springs and Joshua Tree. Um, and you have to make an appointment to go. It's not operational all the time. And uh, the thing you do there is a sound bath. Oh. So you climb up into this weird orb thing you lie down and you do this sound bath with crystal singing bowls. And it was really nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You would recommend. That's I great. would recommend. Oh, yes. Yeah. Is it on the way or is it? It's out of, out of the of way. Okay. It's out of the way. But in terms of on the way to Palm Springs for just a, a laugh, you could go to the Cabazon dinosaurs. Oh, yes. I'm sure you've seen people I on have, the gram. I feel like I have driven by them. Also, the Cabazon outlets. I don't and know the Cabazon outlets, yes. That's usually, I like to do Cabazon outlets on the way home. Is that from Palm Springs? Also, yes. not far from Palm Springs. I don't know if people stay there to visit this, but Joshua Tree National Park is quite yeah. close. Yeah, I think if you were really down to have a couple days away you could go to palm springs and then go to joshua tree because uh-huh. they're so close and joshua tree is a very different vibe i've yeah. done joshua tree but only once i've never uh very cool but very crowded mm. i found it to be a very crowded interesting park. see interesting. I, I think of joshua stars. tree like as a ghost town like i mean it doesn't have that touristy infrastructure that palm springs has yes so you know, and also I didn't realize until the first time I went to Joshua Tree that it's basically synonymous with people going out there to trip. Like, oh, I was like, there are a lot <laughs> of people that go there to um, be on shrooms, unlock their minds, unlock, okay. yeah, which I fully support. But I, yeah. I, uh, I guess my cousin was living out there for a month, which I think she and her boyfriend at the time were uh, between apartments in LA, so okay. they were like. Oh, let's just like take a month and live in Joshua yeah. Tree. And uh-huh. so I like went and stayed with them. And uh, when I told people I was going to Joshua Tree, people were like, So what what are you gonna do up there? Like what what are you gonna take? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm supposed to take drugs. I didn't oh, I didn't okay. know. Uh, I'm gonna Did take- you? I didn't, because that's not what I went there for. Great. No. I went there to have a connection with my, my cousin. cousin. <laughs> and stargazing. And stargazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to Palm Springs. Yeah. Sorry to So it is an optional sidetrack, but it's not it's just normally a, part of not your system. Potential. Right. I feel like let's get back into the system. So you go to your hotel. Okay, you, you go to the in. hotel, you check in, you immediately get into your bathing suit. Okay. And so you might be surprised to discover, as a person who hates beaches, I'm more into pools. <laughs> <laughs> there but you go. Because it's like there is a similar amount of prep, but uh, you can leave at any time. Yes. Yep. And you don't have to worry about sand. Yep. <laughs> I love a hotel pool. That You get a private bathroom. Yeah. I mean, easy I, access. You can just go back oh, to your, your room. hotel room. I was like, the pool is not your <laughs> private bathroom. I got news for you, Alex. Oh, well, no. Also, you know, I always look for the, the lounge chair with mm. the yes. most shade. Yes. And then. 
might cover myself with a towel and have a huge hat. I always bring a huge hat. So it's like yeah. I'm slathered in sunscreen, have a hat covering every inch of my body. So it's very unlikely I would get burned. Right. Great. And then if I ever feel like it's I'm in a danger zone, I go back to the hotel room. Right. Great. That's great. So <laughs> you go, you go pool. Go to the pool, read. You bring a book you just have not gotten to because you're crazy busy life has taken you from just the simplest pleasures <laughs> and you read your book you know i'm not a big day drinker uh, i don't like especially in the sun i'm just like oh town. god good. i'm going right to bed i don't like immediately uh changing the dynamic of the rest of my day it's like oh you cannot accomplish anything anymore right. yeah right driving laundry just a phone call with the, your mother like you know <laughs> you can't you don't want to take all those off the table um so yeah, but if you wanted to, you could have a drink by the pool, a snack, and you just you could really stay in and out for hours because it gets so hot there yes. that it feels so good to be in the pool. Mm. Um, and then like go to some awesome place for dinner, okay, and walk around the city of Palm Springs. Yeah. Do you have any dinner spots that you stay in? Well, <laughs> oh, you know, we did go to this place called Four Saints, okay, which is a rooftop uh, bar and restaurant um, that's part of some hotel, I can't remember, the Kimpton, mm-hmm. one of those. Kimpton yeah. Collection? Kimpton Collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Anthony and I were there when we were having all those earthquakes. Oh, so yeah. it had, there had, I think the day before it had been an earthquake in L.A., and then we were at this restaurant in Palm Springs, which was very lovely. It has this gorgeous view. You're on the roof. And then we, I think it was when he got up to go to the bathroom. So we were both alone. There was this massive earthquake. Oh my God. And, and there around the bar, all the bottles of liquor were arranged in this th- hanging, uh, like an apparatus? Yeah. And they were all shaking and people were holding oh them. Oh my God. And it felt like such an intense earthquake. And uh, you're like, whoa, that was crazy. And it was, there was something uh, a little scary about being so high up and, and apart from, from each other. And then he comes back and we're like, whoa, that was crazy. Then it happens again. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so, you know, a night to remember, a wow. night to remember. That is a I memory. I still never felt an earthquake. Oh, yeah. We Not even into, here? We weren't here no. when the earthquakes. We weren't here. Yeah. I feel like, like left out, but also I felt one in New York. Do you remember when that one happened in New York in like 2012? Oh, I was here. She oh. wasn't even there. Okay. There was one in New York that I did feel, and that's the only one I've ever felt. It is funny. Up. Typically, they're so subtle that you are going on Twitter and being like, was that just was me? Was that it? Yeah. Well, now I follow a Twitter account that <laughs> Dr. Lucy? tells me, well, of course I follow Dr. Lucy, but not Dr. Lucy. Another one that's just like an alert Twitter that's like, an earthquake happened, an earthquake happened. Okay. The problem is earthquakes are happening all the time yeah. and you're just not feeling them. So my Twitter account is... Um, okay, so it's moot. It's moot. All right. Um, that's crazy. So yeah. dinner? Dinner, we enjoyed that Four place. Scenes. Yeah. Um, and then I think we got a uh, creme brulee... Uh, What's the word when they have multiple, like a flight? Oh, nice. <laughs> it was like uh, three different kinds of creme Ooh. brulee for dessert. Mm. You I know? love creme brulee. Because when in Palm Springs, go you got to go, <laughs> go crazy. You got to go crazy. So it feels like, and I like this vibe, it feels like it's a, not a town 
Well, though certainly there are plenty of things to do. It's a town where you're not expected to do a lot. No, I mean, I'm sure there are people who you can go on hikes there too. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm sure there there's are some like people gondola, who have, right? yeah, who have really different experiences of Palm Springs. I think when I go on any sort of trip, I typically am down to just pretend like I live in the place. Mm-hmm. Like I would be totally content if someone who lived 10 apartments down the street for me was like, let's swap apartments for two days. Like that would be a vacation for uh-huh. me. So I don't need a lot. I, I enjoy the the simple reading the book. Right? Yes. Right, right, Reading right. the book, eating the creme brulee. But you would prefer to stay at a hotel than to do the Airbnb situation. I feel, I, I mean, I think in a place like Palm Springs where there are so many hotels and maybe yeah. there's a, a little part of me that's like, oh, got to catch them all. Like, like want to try them all out. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't want to stay in an Airbnb. Although one time I did, I was with a friend and we went to her friend who lives in Palm Springs place. Oh, cool. Um, which was very cool. And yeah, there is something about the mid century modern in the desert that feels very futuristic to me, that kind of retro future (laughs) vibe. Um, and it looked really cool. So I imagine there are a lot of cool houses you could stay in, but it was a little off the beaten path. So if you want to be walking distance from town where you can go look at all the wacky things, a hotel is kind of the move. Yeah. Uh, that's great. I feel like all the friends I know that have gone usually do it as a group trip and rent an Airbnb. Mm. Maybe because it has the pool, yeah. But this hotel option is sounding much Plus, more appealing to me. Sometimes a hotel is just nice. Sometimes yeah. a hotel nice. is just nice. And also, a lot of these hotels uh, have bikes. Oh. Which, obviously, you know, I haven't, I haven't yeah, really taken them up on that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it does seem, a lot of them are like, yeah, grab a bike. Go, you know. Yeah. Okay. So it, it does just seem like the amenities are worth it. Plus, you got to add all the little shampoos to your collection. I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. your Kimpton collection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything else we are either leaving out, like wrecks you want to make about yeah. Palm Springs, or... Is there anything like activity wise you do that you're like, it's a non-specific where you're like, uh, this is such a terrible example, but like, go get, you must get an ice cream cone in Palm Springs. That's only, I'm only saying this terrible example to say that it doesn't have to be specific. Mm, Okay. Just like something you always do in Palm Springs and just feels appropriate for that city. Hmm. Well, I don't know. This, this isn't a must. Um, it's a, why not? But, uh, (laughs) there's, I'll have to look up what this place is called. There's this insane art gallery that's, you go in, it's like really interesting sort of pop art. Okay. Interesting as a placeholder for (laughs) other words. (laughs) Um, uh, like it's like melted lollipops and like stuff, but they cost like $3,000. And so there's something sort of trippy about wandering, around there and kind of being like, who's this artist imagining her life, imagining the lives of people who buy this sort of art uh, and, and what are they doing here? And, and did they come here to buy the melted popsicle? <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of a fun sort of imagination. Exercise. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and also sometimes they have street fairs. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah. So maybe you can time your trip around. No, yeah. Nothing like a 105 degree day to make me want to get out on that street, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just feel that it's not, you, you know, it sounds scary when it's like, oh, you're driving in and you're like, fuck, it's 105 degrees. But it actually, it's, a, dr- it's a dry it's heat, a baby. Dry it's heat. a dry it's heat. It's not baby. that bad. Yeah. Um, Okay, is there anything else you want to wreck before we wrap? I mean, I don't, I, I take it away. I don't know if there's anything wow. I feel like we left like, out, I but I not, feel like you like, were very thorough. Yeah, I'm into it. The hotel report was honestly one of the most so thorough valuable. guest reports we've ever had. Yeah, A it's invaluable. People are going to be so excited. For multiple types of people and, and price types points. of trips and Nailed price it. points. Ooh, well, I guess one more thing I'll say about one of the hotels, please, please. which is the Ingleside Inn. Oh, yes. Which... I thought it was like totally fun, lovely, uh, great pool. There's like a guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was like a guy there who's like, I'm Robert and I'm taking care of you. And like had like a little red bandana and was like, he, I, he was great. Like that makes it worth staying at the Ingleside. Um, okay. But there was part of the reason I booked the Ingleside was because it said there were no kids allowed. Oh. <laughs> And what did I see? But a little boy <laughs> wandering around. And I, you know, I, I feel like in life I hardly ever complain. I, I have kind of finally gotten the backbone enough to complain about shit. I also know it's kind of like a stereotype to just be like an annoying like white lady being like, um, can I talk to the manager? But um, <laughs> but I was like, I think I can ask about this. And I was like, hey, just uh, curious, like when I booked it, it explicitly said there were no kids and I see there are kids. And she's like, oh, that's an old, uh, you know, description on the website. And I was like, huh, interesting. Okay. Like, cool. cool. Maybe take it out. And then also there was another thing where it said breakfast was included or, or maybe it wasn't included, but just like there'd be breakfast available. Uh-huh. Oh. And then it was like, you couldn't order any food until 1130 or 12. And so, uh, I also was like, Hey, um, this was like two separate trips. So you, <laughs> my <laughs> discomfort level of being this person was high. Um, I was like, okay, so also it also said about the breakfast. Um, and then she's like, Oh yeah, that's an old thing on the website. And I was like, okay, cool. But you literally handed me a card when you gave me the hotel key that said about the breakfast. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, those are old cards. <laughs> so oh I, I was like, they feel like they haven't gotten their act together fully. There was also a restaurant at the Ingleside, which we initially made reservations for. Okay. But then when we were looking at the Yelp reviews, like all of them were like, this is one of those old school places that like won't let you in if you're not wearing a jacket, if you're wearing flip flops. Oh and we were, and we were just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. They're like, it's an old policy. All the menus are old. Like everything's yeah. so old here. Uh, so I think, I think we can give an official don't, Stay there to the yeah, Ingle side on the Take Me There. Well, I will. Uh, podcast. I, I mean, I will say our friends Rebecca and Casey had stayed there the previous week, and we discovered, oh my god, like you guys just stayed there. We're about to go. Hope we're in the same room, like same energy. Yeah, <laughs> you know that convo, and they loved it. Okay. Interesting. So, you know, I'm just being a little nitpicky about. That's what we want about rules. We, yeah, <laughs> we want rule we want followers truth in on this advertising. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, that's amazing. That's amazing. This I feel like we have incredible. So I really want to go to Palm Springs now. Yeah, uh, we should go for a weekend okay. or whatever. Uh, you guys want to come? Okay. Oh yeah, I'm okay. there. <laughs> Here's our final question. Would Where, you like to ask it, Emma? 
Where do you want to go? Next? Okay. Where What's do you go on next? your list? My place that I really want to go is Japan. Okay. Okay. It's a popular answer. We've been hearing that one a lot. And it's also yeah. ours, so it's not oh, that we're saying yeah. it's not good. It but is we're great. Like, yeah, it's 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 very relevant. Yeah, I think I mean, I think what's so cool about you guys doing this podcast is like I have always felt so intimidated by travel, thus perhaps why the place I've frequented the most in the past 10 years is a place that's like an easy drive. Yeah. Is because there's something about the money and the financial burden of traveling that has always stressed me out. Yeah. And so I'm sure there's like a very cool budget friendly way of going to Japan, but like, is there? (laughs) (laughs) We'll do our best to find out. I think that's a great experiment for us to try to figure out to do because it is, that's the same reason we haven't gone. It's just like, it's not, I can't figure out a way to make it cheap. Right, right. Right. I mean, especially, you know, a place like Palm Springs where it's California, you can go a million times, you're maybe just going for a night. Like, you don't have to have that worry about, am I fitting everything in that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do? Where if I'm going to Japan, I don't know how many times in my life I would get to do that. So it does feel like it would be a really important trip. And I would. A lot of pressure. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, you know, maybe I want to have more money before I do that. But maybe there is a way to. Yeah. We've talked a lot about that, like existential aspect of especially international travel where you're like, I really don't know if I'm ever going to come here again. So I want to do it right because it might be the only time I'm here before I die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even someone who I, you know, like if things go well in my life and I have money at some point in the future, uh, like I'll want to go to a lot of places versus say going to Japan multiple times. Right. So like. I don't know if I would go to Japan before I went to a bunch of other places, which to your point, I may never make it back there. Right. So then it feels, then everything feels so special and so like important and like that's stressful. Maybe there's something about travel, not to go super dark, but it just makes you think about dying a little bit. It does. I think it absolutely does. Yeah. That's why I cry a lot when we travel. Well, yeah. Because there's this stress of getting places and the, you know, whether it's flying or whatever, biking, uh, <laughs> biking, fear of death involved in that. Um, and then, yeah, just the preciousness of time and the limitations of the human body. And yeah. well, it's also like you're exposed to all these things that like might seem better than your life or, mm-hmm. or different or more interesting. And you think about like, Oh, could I have made different choices? Should I be here? Should I be in yeah. this place? Is this place more important to my life? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's part of why I like going away even for a day because just anything to sort of shake yourself out of your everyday mentality and be like, oh my God, the world isn't just your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And And like life is happening in so many other places, in so many other ways. What do we always say? The world is so big. The world is so big. It's just crazy. It's that concept really... Uh, messes with my mind when I really spend time thinking about it, especially when we travel mm-hmm. of just like, man, there are so many places. I even think about America when I'm like, I've never been to over half the States. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even know what they're like. I've And known, they're all full of people. They're all they're, full Well, of I will say they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, well, that's the thing about America. It's like, I, I haven't been to that many places, but uh, the places I have been to, I'm just like, 
oh, this is a different version of New Jersey. Mm. I even feel that way about LA. I'm just like, oh, it's New Jersey, but with palm trees. Interesting. <laughs> it's the suburbs plus strip malls. That's America. Yeah. yeah. All right. But the rest of the world, a little cooler. Yeah. That's why we got to see all of it. I don't know about that. Well, we're doing our best. And if not, we're just going to talk to somebody about it. Well, we're all going to go to Japan. I I hope everybody gets to go to the place they want to go to. Yes, for sure. That is true. I do hope everyone gets to go to the place they want to go to. Yeah. I want people to achieve their dreams. Yeah. Honestly, I'm kind of like an enabler for dreams. (laughs) All right. I'm not no. No, don't go off me. (laughs) (laughs) Emma should be the last word. Um, Where can You're an enabler of dreams. Thank you so much. I just had to say it. Um, Emma... Can we plug your book? Sure. So I have a book that came out last year, I think, or yeah. two years ago. But it's so wonderful. <laughs> oh, I've told Emma this you. many times, but I feel like Emma's book is called Moan, and it is a collection of anonymously written essays on female orgasm. Mm-hmm. It was an incredibly ambitious project, mm-hmm. and of course she handled it with class and grace and style. She handles everything in her life. Yep. But I feel like it's the perfect book to buy and own as a woman, especially a woman who's like planning on having children. Because I was like, oh, if I had found this book in my parents' house instead of like an encyclopedia, I feel like I would have been so much more informed about sex and like what sex is and what sex can be than like anything else. Yeah. Well, that's that's so lovely of you to say. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope teenagers read it. Yeah, um, I hope everybody reads it. And I hope it. everybody reads it. It's um, really good. But yeah, it's called Moan, Anonymous Essays on Female Orgasm. Where can people get it? People can get it, you know, basically anywhere books are sold. There is about to be a promotion for it, but this probably will come out after. I don't know. Nope. I don't know. There, well, tomorrow on the 14th, so it might be done by is then. It, how long is it going on for? Like a week? couple days i don't know right. uh, <laughs> we'll release this episode soon and give okay, you that so everybody okay so so either Google either it. this promotion happened uh and then you, you know you missed it sorry but it's gonna be the kindle pick of the day oh, cool. tomorrow so it's only gonna be i think 2.99 to buy on huge. kindle huge huge okay so honor even if that's passed honor even yourself if it's not honestly former- Try to pick of the either day. pay full price or try to pay more. Yeah. Be like, I want to pay more. How do I do that? Yeah. That's what you should do at your bookstore. Or, you know, you could buy it on Amazon full price and then complain that it came damaged to Amazon. Maybe they'll give you some money back. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. <laughs> really hate you. You want to hack the system. Oh um, yes. And uh, social media wise, do you want people to follow you anywhere? I mean, sure. If you if you got really nothing better going on, um, it's at mjuko, E-M-J-U-K-O. Great. Uh, across all platforms. Across all platforms. Across all the plats. Um, thank you so much, Emma. This thank you, Emma. Delight. Thank you. Okay. We're going to go to Palm Springs and uh, live there for the rest of our lives. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>